Alright kid, I got good news. And I got bad news. Bad news is, you took a wrong turn near Bermuda, and wound up here, in the roots. Good news is, I found you. And I can explain. Every town's got one spot everyone just knows not to go. The mill, or the boneyard, or maybe just the woods. Chances are, somewhere around there, is an entrance here to the roots. The invisible network of the supernatural. Just about anybody can stumble in, but <laughs> we don't worry too much about the secret getting out. See, there's a trick to all of it. The longer you stay without breaching the surface, the harder the roots make it to leave. Once you've been around here long enough to figure all that out, well, you stop seeing the point of spilling the beans in the first place. Cause sure, between the angels, demons, fairies, and monsters, there's plenty to see. But there ain't nothing to be found here. The dead and the dying. Not everyone is destined for greatness. These are the stories of the damned. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other devilish stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Wheels. I'm Logan. I'm Lee. And I'm Greg. This is the first chapter of an anthology series called The Horror! <laughs> We're going to play Slayers today. Slayers is an RPG by Gala RPGs. Uh, the reason we're playing Slayers uh, is because when we rolled up the initial stuff for this anthology season, we rolled up four creatures that would be uh, our uh, sort of horrifying monsters for each chapter of this anthology series, uh, and one of them was demons. And if we we're going to have one combat-heavy game, demons were the one that felt like the creature to choose for, like, uh, you know, quantity over quality of enemy, you know? The, the game we're going to be, you know, cutting down a lot, of, a lot of monsters felt like the demons won, and Slayers is about, like, fighting undead and, you know, demonic forces anyway. Uh, so it just seemed like to fit like a glove. So for this first chapter, we are playing Slayers. Um, because these chapters are going to be way shorter than a full season, um, all four of the chapters together are going to comprise one season length. We got to save time in this character creation because we ought to do a scene this episode. That's right. <laughs> uh, no wait until next episode. We've got it. We've got a, we've got a fight Dang. on our hands tonight. Whoa. Whoa. I but could first, die. <laughs> you, well, you actually could. There's, I haven't wait. The game says like, do not worry about balancing. This isn't that type of game. Basically, it's Damn. just like throw some monsters at them. If they survive, they do. If they don't, they don't. 
Um, who knows what'll happen? Anyway, first we do need to generate some characters, though. Slayers is, because it's uh, very combat-focused, has... Uh, and it's in beta, I should say that. Any of these rules are likely to change by the time you get your hands on the uh, on the official Kickstarter release. This is the beta that was available on itch.io for a while. Slayers is all about combat, and each playbook, each character class, has an entire, entirely different way that it approaches combat. Um, so for that reason, there's only four classes. So it's not like usual where I say, like, roll a d40 and we'll figure out what the <laughs> thing is for your character. Um, so with that in mind, I'm actually going to have each of you uh, right now just roll a d4 for me. And if any of you get the same number, you will have to negotiate of which one of you gets that book. And then the oh other will re-roll. This is unprecedented. I know. Get ready for that this season. I got a one before anybody else did. So that's how I'm going to mediate this. <laughs> anybody else gets a one? No, you didn't. Oh, Greg didn't get Greg a one. Greg did get a one. So let's see. Let's Since we have a conflict there, we'll get to Logan's in a bit, but we have a conflict there. Uh, there are two candidates up for the Blade playbook. Greg and Lee both rolled a one for the Blade. But which one of you wants the Blade more? What you want to be, Greg? Kind of like Lee. No, I was, I was being weird <laughs> about a dice roll. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm happy with the blade if you want one of the others. I want a chance to roll that Arcanist again. I liked it. Cool. Yeah, but then you have to fight Logan. <laughs> oh, did Logan already roll that? Well, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, got a three. Well, well yeah, so it could happen. So uh, that does lock Greg in as the blade. Um, we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, but now we need to uh, have Lee roll again. Nope, I rolled a one again. Uh, then in that case, I guess again, again. <laughs> oh my wow, god, <laughs> three ones in a row! Jesus, okay, and I now we a have three. a roll out oh between. God. So, Logan and Lee, you gotta choose between the two of you who gets the Arcanist. You can have it. Lee has fought so hard. No, so no, I, I, the I've, only because <laughs> the I forgot. Full gauntlet. Only because I forgot there was also a gunslinger. <laughs> <laughs> so now you want another chance? Go yeah. for it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, two. Gunslinger! I got, it. Hey! I got it in five. Got it in five. <laughs> so each of you, I think, ended up with a different one than you played in the learning session, yep. but um, you did get a little glimpse at each other. Do you want to kind of give the vibe of what each of your classes feels like, if you remember it? If not, then I can. Uh, starting with Greg. The blade is all about stabbing and continuing to stab until you can't stab no more. If you hit, you get to keep rolling your hit until you don't, uh, is the general um, conceit there. Uh, the gunslinger, Lee, you want to give that one a description? The gunslinger is a gunslinger. <laughs> <laughs> you sling gun. Are you throw... <laughs> You throw guns. Yeah, you, sl- you put them in a big sling. The whole gun. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's just, um, you know, shoot what's in front of you, and you have um, how many bullets are in your gun, and then you have to reload. It's very simple. Yeah, it's real cool. Uh, you have, you got a six shooter, so you got six dice in front of you that represent each chamber of your gun. Um, and Logan, the Arcanist. I, I cast weird spells. 
Cool. Got it. <laughs> and you also have a, uh, you've got a mechanic where the more spells you cast, the more likely one's going to blow up in your face in some strange way. Now that you each have sat in your archetypes a bit, who actually, want, who actually feels like they're ready to get some additional deets and fill out their character? Me. <laughs> All right. Uh, Greg, do you want to start with uh, name and that sort of thing? You want to start with name yeah. and background, or do you want to start with uh, stats? We're doing name and background? Name and background. Uh, cool. Um, for vibe of the season, um, this, uh, sorry, not the season, this chapter, specifically the Slayers chapter of the horror. <laughs> this is our uh, B-movie, like B-horror leaning on action Uh Sort of, that's the genre we're thinking of here. Slayers is specifically in sort of like a um, Victorian sort of industrial revolution era. And you're in like a thick smoke filled city and your monster hunters fighting. Uh, well, in this case, demons. Um, so with that in mind, Greg, uh, would you like for the blade? Do you want warrior nicknames? Do you want bandit names uh or uh something different that strikes your fancy on fantasy name generators anything you've been itching to try on that old website oh boy we got like pop culture mistborn we could do that might be a good fit Ooh, i like that give me a d10 oh this one actually does have male or female variant by the way so if you want masculine or feminine uh, uh masculine three Okay, a masculine three. Uh, sued, S-U-D-D. Sweet. Simple to the point. One syllable, yeah. <laughs> like it. And give me a D3, please, for your uh, background, your backstory. Remember, this is a B movie. It's not going to get that complicated. <laughs> Two. All right, so that is a supernatural secret. Uh, give me a... D3. Three. Oh, I was hoping you wouldn't pick that one because that makes the vibe of this so much different. Mm. But here we are. That's the premise of our show. We're diving in. <laughs> Almost nobody knows that your character's grandfather is the child of the ghost of a quirky alien. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, this works so well. Almost nobody knows that your character's grandfather, which is the, whatever, that your character's grandfather is themselves the child of the ghost of a quirky alien. We might, uh, you know, consolidate that down to almost nobody knows that your character's great-grandfather is the ghost of a quirky alien. The ghost of a quirky alien. Boy. I don't At know least, what that means. Look, here's Maybe Greg thing. will eventually. So, like, this is the type of, uh, like, series finale reveal that everybody's like, what the fuck? Why have I watched this? But we did it at the beginning, so you already know. No, that's why, I, that's so, why I was like, I don't know about how the vibe of this is going We might no. not be the same type of game I thought we were. So my grandfather's the baby. Yeah, um, your great, your great grand something is the parent. Is the alien. Right, the great grand something is a ghost alien. Your grandfather's Robert. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, I had a thing already that I was thinking about for the backstory of this character, and this actually fits in there really well. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Uh, so we can actually just head right on to your Staterinos. Yay. You're going to start with, uh, you start with 
two basic advances at level one. I'm going to give you a third, but you're going to each choose that third one. Um, you're going to roll for your first two, and then by next week, you'll choose what your other basic advance is. Okay. Give me a d7, please. One. The first roll of your attack is always with advantage. Um, and now give me that same roll and re-roll it if you get another one. Seven. If a monster attacks you, you n- your next attack against them is made with advantage. So Nice. Uh, yeah, you're an advantage-building machine. Advantage is similar to what you might, listeners, what you might know from, like, a Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, in this, there's no distinction between, there's no... You don't roll your attack and then roll damage. You just roll your attack, and if it's a hit, you deal a set amount of damage. In the case of the blade, they start at two hit, two damage per hit. Um, but advantage is just like in D&D, you roll twice and take the higher result. I already picked my third. D- oh, okay. What's your third? Reroll the first one rolled on an attack. Yeah, that one seems really good. Right. The next bit is your stats. Yep. So Deceive, Stealth, and Study are the stats you're decent at, and then D6 is all around for the rest of them. If you want, I can dive into some more background generators or that sort of thing, or do you feel like you've got enough for four ups or so? I got enough. Yes, I'm here about the job. My name is Sud. No, my real name isn't important. Plus... So does my real name. Well, how am I qualified to deal with your monster problem? Let me tell you a story. You see, when I was a child, my grandfather, he... He would speak in the language of the old country. That's what my mom always said. But she never let him talk for very long. She would get very angry and she would say, Stop it. Speak proper. Well, I didn't know. It all sounded weird, and I didn't care. I didn't want to learn that language. When I went to university, you see, that's when I learned. I learned what the real language of the old country was. And it weren't what my grandfather was speaking. So I went home. I found out the truth. I found out the dark secret of my family. And I ended it, then and there. I took them all out. I didn't realize what monsters they were. But I ended it. And now I have my family sword. And I'm good enough to do this job. Lee or Logan, who's next? I'll go. Cool, and you're a gunslinger, right? I am. And did you want to do stats first or background first? Give me them stats. Give me a D5, please. Two. 
Oh, I love this. Uh, I love this uh, mechanic. Carve a rune into your gun. This can be taken up to three times. Most other advances you can only take once. The gunslinger has this cool mechanic of carving runes into your gun where, like I said, you have six uh, rounds in the chamber. For each uh, round, you can carve a rune into that specific round so that it does extra damage or it has knockback uh, every time you roll that sp every time you fire that specific uh, hole in the in the chamber there so nice. do you want to roll randomly to figure out what that rune is or do you want to pick from that list there are the hollow point blast tar snare those yeah. runes let i want it i want to do random cool uh, then roll me a d6, and then actually just roll 2d6. The first is going to be which rune, and the second is going to be which bullet in your gun it is. Actually, no, okay. you should choose that, because tactically that has an effect. So just give me a d6. One. Hollow point. Yeah, you get hollow point, wherever you want it. Okay. And that's plus two damage on hit. So you got one out of your six bullets that really packs the punch. Yeah. Uh, then give me another d5 for your second basic advance. That's going to be another rune. Give me a, another d6 to figure out which rune it is. Three. Tar. Tar. Deals no damage. Target takes one fewer action on their next turn. Oh, That's cool. okay. I like that. And for your skills, give me a d10, please. Negotiate, stealth, and deceive are what you're good at. And d6 is... Around the horn for the rest of it. Okay. Once you're done with that, do you want name or background next? Name. All right. Um, let's see. What would be good names? Give me that cowgirl generator. Ooh, there's got to be something <laughs> like that, right? There is. It's on the fantasy one. Oh, cool. Hit me with a D10. Okay. Three. Ooh, that's real good. You are Daisy. Quotes blood Briggs. Yeah, I am. People just call you blood. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, get used to it. Yeah. Ha. <laughs> uh, speaking of, that actually reminds me, um, and we'll put uh, something along these lines in the description too. Uh, I forgot to mention up at the top. Given that this is a horror season. Um, I'll be putting in more. I'll be putting in uh, content warnings and that sort of thing in descriptions as we upload episodes. We are going to say the word blood a lot, though, because it's my name. Because that is your yeah. name. That's true. <laughs> I can't get, yeah, that is true. So warning there. Wait, sud and blood. I d that's how it, that's yeah. how it be. Random <laughs> generator. Sometimes you have the same name as someone. Can't wait to have my name be good. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be writing poems about us for years. <laughs> and you're and the Greg and Logan's characters are like, why can't you just go by Daisy? It's <laughs> <laughs> so much easier. Uh, and give me a uh, D three for what kind of background you have. Ooh, uh, you get a creepy pasta and horror creep generator. Oh, Ooh, yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Is it? Is it Mike the Killer? Is that? You've got... <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the one running joke we have. It looks like a deep sea fish <gasps> with a ca cadaverous body. It is seen in the desert. 
Those who have encountered it have fallen into depression and despair. Whoa. You are a fish <laughs> gunslinger with a cadaverous body. Of course I am. <laughs> <laughs> Named Daisy Blood Briggs. Uh, oh, I have Vin's mouth look. You definitely do. It's exactly that. It's like a dead looking. Wait, fish. what? Did, what did you say, Lee? I have the in's mouth look. It's a uh, from. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Lovecraft story uh, <sighs> for the listener. What is, is it? Just called the uh, Shadow over Innsmouth? Is that what it's yeah. called? If listeners yeah. want to look it up. Yeah. Uh, it's about fish people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's about fish people. Of course, I can't believe that I'm a fish person. I love it so much. That <laughs> also, it's about fish people is spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, but like you had time. Yeah, it's a 1920s novel. <laughs> if you wanted to read it. Um, also, no one actually reads Lovecraft. Right. <laughs> you just vaguely know. You just vaguely about know. Lovecraft you already stories. vaguely knew it was about fish people. Quit being yeah. <laughs> I sure as fuck haven't read it. Um, Immediately, I've read like all of Lovecraft. Just I've read all of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, them folk up New England don't know nothing. Their boy went out there, got himself in trouble. He made that deal out of desperation. Now my family. They walked into it with their eyes open. Some folks call it a curse, but look, I don't reckon anyone asks for what they're born with. You just play the cards you're dealt. And I reckon I've been dealt a better hand than most. Yeah, I'll have to answer the call one day, end up down there in the abyss, but I suppose it'll be like a family reunion, really. And like I said, my kin know what they were doing. I can put that call off for a good long while. And in the meantime, well, I aim to misbehave. Uh, Logan, do you want name, background, or stats first? I think I want name first, because I kind of have my heart set on a thing. Okay. Yeah, cool. Which is the, because uh, I know, I mean, I already know I cast cool, cool spells. Yeah. And we're in some olden times, so I want a witch name. Ooh, yeah. is that under fantasy names? It is. Are we in America or somewhere else? If we got a cowgirl... <laughs> Because it was Victorian and I wanted you to either be either be like kind of like a Western hero in that kind of horror tradition, as well as the sort of uh, more Victorian horror. So I my conceit is that this takes place in an alternate timeline where there where there is like an Atlantis in the middle of the Atlantic. So if you want a British or American accent, you got it. Oh, wow. Um, Okay. whether you want to be fancy with a British accent and. Fancy Victorian garb or not. Oh, that's it's great, because y'all gave me a gunslinger, and now you know I'm going to be all Southern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, which name generated? Do you want male names or female names? Those are the options here. I would like female names, please. Cool. 
Uh, D10, please. None of these rhyme with ud, so you're fine. <laughs> I got two. Anita Riddle. Anita Riddle. That rolls off the tongue, I think. Yeah. It sounds like a drag name, and she's like, I bet. She's, <laughs> but it's just not a good pun. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, but she'd have to be like ready to ask you some riddles. <laughs> uh, background or stats next? Uh, background. Cool. Um, do you? I had three options for background generators. Do you want the third, which we haven't done, or do you want to roll on the list of of all three and possibly? overlap in general vibe with the other two i i guess just give me the last one i think right cool because it's still gonna be a random generator right it yes it will be yeah it just won't be a creepypasta <laughs> those are only for me i love how we already have like a hellboy vibe going on okay um this one just generates one so i'm gonna hit the button and you get uh, you have a helmet made out of a material you've never seen before. It bears a mysterious incantation and looks somehow familiar. For some inexplicable reason, you want to toy with it. Since that's just an item, do you want, uh, I also have just essentially like a character motivation generator if you want something to go along with the sure. magic item. Yeah. In addition to your mysterious and enchanting, uh, strangely powerful helmet uh give me a d3 i rolled a two your character's fondest wish is to explore and see new places that's a really that's a good like tone tonally what yeah Anita's like let's get your stats then okay uh which one are you you're arcanist mm-hmm. so give me a d5 i got a five um this introduced the concept of boosting spells um, you know, I mentioned that the more you cast spells, the more you generate the possibility that your next spell is going to blow up in your face. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also boost a spell, which adds an additional effect to the spell. But in doing so, you're also adding more corruption, that thing that builds up that blows back in your face. So your advance that you just rolled is when you boost a spell at a D8 instead of a D6. Ah. Do we want to randomize my spells or do I just get to choose? them? There's only eight. Random. Uh, random. Random. Yeah, I think we random. Okay. Uh, so roll a d8 three times and re-roll any copycats. I got an eight, a seven, and a five. Energy bolt, mend, and temporal shift. Yeah. That seems like a good. That seems like a good. You're covering your bases there. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, you'll get to boost one of those, and then you'll pick your own advance for your third advance. Um. What is she the most excited about? I think she's the most excited about energy ball. Yeah. The cost of magic? No, I didn't make a deal with the devil. His offer was laughable. This is something else. I peered into a strange portal, seemingly into the future. And all I got was this lousy helmet. (laughs) Weird sort of thing. It's soft, and I still haven't figured out what the incantation on it does. Stargoon. Casting these spells. I guess I'm borrowing on my own time in the realm of the living. And from what I understand, it's at an exorbitant interest rate. But what are we supposed to do? 
With these creatures around, any amount of future seems like a luxury. So, sure, I'll bleed for the cause. I'm good at it. I enjoy it. And I don't really have a choice. This is a B-movie. We gotta catch the audience's attention, like, right away, you know? Uh, <laughs> or else they're, they're already asleep. So, we cut in medias res to uh, the tail end of the three of your uh, most recent mission. Maybe this is your first mission together. The audience doesn't know yet. Maybe we don't know yet. You've at least done this mission together, <laughs> though. And we open on, uh, it's a university. Uh, it's like a university quad, um, but the university is completely abandoned. Um, you've been brought out here because a creature, uh, a form of a demon called the ghoul, um, which... Uh, is what you're thinking from folklore, the, the creatures that, that eat corpses. Uh, a ghoul has wandered into this abandoned university and eaten the corpse of a, a psychic university professor who died here long ago, and in eating that body has absorbed that psychic ability, but it's just a ghoul, so, so <laughs> it has no idea what to do with it, and it is rampaging... Uh, all over these ruins, and you've been sent in to kill it before it, uh, you know, gets out of the ruins and into an actual town. But things aren't going great because uh, it's figured out how to use that psychic power to uh, manipulate the other corpses uh, that happen to be here uh, under the university. And so that's where we open. The three of you find yourselves in this university quad, there are four zombies and this one giant ghoul that's controlling them with psychic power. You're halfway through a fight. Anita, I think you are, you're the one who's actually been already injured somehow, so you can decide what that was, but you've already been injured. Sud, was that your name, Greg? Yes. Uh, Sud, you are being pinned down by one of the uh, psychically controlled zombies, and then, Blood, you're actually down to just two bullets in your in your gun because we're halfway through a fight. Things are already harried. So each of you roll your speed for me. I got a one. I got a three. Five. We start with the ghoul, and it's I think it's like right now as I'm saying this that um, it's finally realized that it can control more than just one of the corpses it's been dragging along psychically. It's kind of acclimated to its powers, whereas before it was just puppeting one that was pinning down Sud. Now you see as the pinkish glow that surrounded the, the ghoul and the one corpse that it was able to control now surrounds all five of them, and things are looking really, really bad. The ghoul kind of just claps its arms together. Each of the, the corpses follows that motion as each one of them claws at whichever one of you uh, is closest to them. So let me do those rolls. Sud and Blood, you both get hit. I guess, Sud, you're hit by that uh, zombie that's already got you pinned. But each of you are hit by that strike, and each of you takes two damage. So each of you gets clawed by this um, this in unison psychic strike, uh, and each of you takes two damage. Blood, what are you doing? Well, I'm going to reload first as my quick action. 
Right, and you get two actions, so you can do that, and then either mm-hmm. move or fire. I'm going to fire on the ghoul. Um, yeah, I'm going to just go ahead and do four. I've inscribed chamber one with hollow point and chamber two with tar. I have three hits. So that is three damage, and the creature takes one fewer action on its turn. Um, what do you think that? What do you think that looks like? What's uh, actually what's Blood's gun like? You think? Big, the biggest <laughs> kind of revolver that can be a revolver. <laughs> is so. I know a lot uh, you're like guns. a you're a weird fish person. Would it would a human be able to even hold this gun in one hand? Yeah, because it's like, um, you know, I'm humanoid, and I still have five fingers. I have webbed fingers, so actually it's a little bit harder for me to use it, because it's just a human (laughs) gun, but it's fine. I do okay. Like, obviously the chambers have runes, but, like, the whole outside of it is carved with, like, ocean waves and corals. There's, like, yeah. As as you fire, um, the camera follows your final shot. You know, the first one... Uh, whizzes off because you're probably like diving as you're firing it Um, but then the next three hit and the camera follows right on top of that third bullet as it runs right through uh, the shoulder of the ghoul and past and then the camera swivels off once it's passed through the ghoul and we go to Sud who is on the ground being tackled by this zombie Sud what do you do? Uh, So the zombie is still Still up in my face, right? Yep. All right, well, we're attacking the zombie. Because uh, if a monster attacks me, my next attack against them is made with advantage. Oh, yep. Cool. My first roll is always with advantage, so it doesn't really matter. I got a five and a four for my first attack, so... So the first one hits, so you hits. can keep rolling. That's one hit. Two Another hits. Hit. Two hits. So what does it look like as... Uh, and that's enough to kill. Um, that's enough to kill just this... Just the zombie. What does it look like as you're repelling this zombie from tackling you and, and completely countering its pin? So I think it lunges lunges at me, but I've managed to put the sword between me and it. I push back, and as it's stumbling back, I just easily twist the sword back into a fighting stance, and then I take the leg so it as it starts falling, and then that gives me enough leverage for the backswing to just basically slice through the brittle bones all the way up and let it clatter on the floor. Oh, that's sick. And then I switch to, uh, since there's still a lot of monsters, I switch to my parry stance. Cool. So they need a five to hit me. Oh, neat. Anita, you've just been hurt by the ghoul itself, but you're still kicking. What's it looking like for you? Uh, Okay, so I'm hurt. It's nothing new. The casting of the spell is like she takes a little bit of the blood and then like carves a rune in the air, but it's like the blood stays in the air where the rune is carved. Uh, And then I will cast Temporal Shift boosted on the ghoul. Between Blood's Tar and Anita's Temporal Shift, the ghoul like tries to do another one of those big thunderclaps and it like you know, it's like fighting through the the tar, and it, and it, you can still kind of see a smile as it feels like it's conquered the obstacle of the tar, and like you know, it spent a lot of its effort getting through that, but it had just enough juice to be able to. It felt like it was gonna get one more big swipe in, and that's when Anita freezes it in place. That that pink glow 
around it and each of the corpses uh, is kind of turning a little more bluish as it's completely held in place by both the tar and the rune. It can't do anything this turn. All of its actions are gone, so that brings us back to the top. Um, and I guess since it's the three of you together, you've got it on the ropes. If you want to do some cool, like, team attack to finish it off and end the session. What? We can idea. do that? Hell yeah. I think we've done this before, right? Like, yeah. I mean, it has to do with my energy bolt, for sure. That's that's what I'm contributing here. Yeah, um, my gun is out of bullets, so I have to reload or get creative. Sling the gun! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want there to be some weird effect when you throw your gun, that's cool. Well, I think, yeah, I think I am going to throw my gun, but I think what I do, I think this is a thing that I've set up with Anita. I'm going to throw my gun, and then Anita does, like, some magic shit, and, like... Oh, cool. I think it probably interacts with the the runes Yeah, does the bolt fire out of the gun? Yeah, for sure. And it uh, (laughs) it takes advantage of all the stuff that that she's has previously carved, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. So it's like double channeling. Yeah. Sling the gun. <laughs> I can't believe we got organically to sling the gun. <laughs> <laughs> what is Sud's contribution? I think what, how this, because that takes some time to set up. I think like we have this rhythm down that I dash forward and just start making a series of like cuts, like, like try to hit these targets, but I'm mostly just blocking eyesight from what's happening behind me. And then when the I, when I know they're ready, I make the last X, and then I kneel down with my sword on the ground, giving that a clear shot over to to where I've marked the target. As I toss the gun off, I say, "Hey Riddle, I'm gonna sling it." <laughs> I forgot my last name was Riddle. Oh yeah. <laughs> You got it. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast or email us at hi at VRE.show. Check out our website at VRE.show for a listening guide, links to everyone's Twitter, and our shop for some cool enamel pins featuring characters from the show. If you want to help us out, you can rate and review the show or tell a friend about us. If you enjoy what we do, consider backing us on Patreon. There, we release a bonus show each month along with a bunch of other extras. Check it out at patreon.com VRE. To all our patrons, thanks for supporting us. One strange creature from beyond, Annika Marie 2723 says, This show is absolutely delightful. Wonderful folks creating wonderful stories. To honor them, here are some randomly created sentences. The Office of the Wild. The first one is the most important. I will have to be the best way to get the most popular. We will see the cute little claymation guy who is the sweetest of them all. Thank you. All right, I read it. And none of that came through. (laughs) I can't wait to hear it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm stopping my recording now. <laughs>